0: Miss Misato? Miss Misato?
1: Hey,
0: where are you, Miss Misato? Wait, where am I supposed to go from here? Miss Misato, Asuka, Ayanami, Toji, Kensuke, Miss Ritsuko, Mr. Kaji, father! Mother! Please, someone tell me! Tell me what I'm supposed to do!
1: tuning japanese the podcast where three dudes congratulate each
2: other congratulations he's andy (laughs) hey congratulations i'm not doing it i'm the pen pen here the only character named damn sense okay then (laughs) he's pen pen he's bill yeah
0: and hey congratulations matt what congratulations (laughs) Oh, what I was like, what for? For what? We forgot our bit. We forgot <laughs> we're doing a bit. Wait,
2: what? Oh. So is medical marijuana legal there in uh Texas now?
1: <laughs> huh? hey, what? Congratulations on all of us finally getting through this thing.
0: Well, kinda. Not there yet. We Mostly. still gotta get through this episode. And one more and our final recap. Yeah. We still got three episodes of this lovely show that I picked. It's my, it's my season, and I'm getting, getting to apologize more for it uh, as we get into episodes 25 and 26 today. 25 uh, is my episode. It's titled "The Ending World." And episode 26 is Bill's, titled "The Beast That Shouted I at the Heart of the World." I I I I. What
1: was that song? I can't remember. Crazy uh, Train. Yeah, Crazy Train. Right.
0: Love it, uh, but yeah, we've got we're going to do a double header today, two episodes, the two final episodes of the original anime. But fear not, gentle listener, we've still got more Evangelion. We are going to be talking after this episode next time about the end of Evangelion, and then after that, we're going to try to digest and figure out what the hell we watched over this entire season. I blame you. You know, you blame me all you want. It is my fault. It is my fault. But hey, today we're going to talk about these two episodes. Uh, We're going to skip. We're going to forego nerd news because we don't have time. We have so many things to talk about here. So I'm just going to jump right in as long as as there are no objections. I don't object. That's fine. I forgot my bit for nerd news anyway. All right. Fair enough. We are going to start with episode 25, which is The Ending World. It is my episode as part of this doubleheader. Uh, I want to start before we get into the actual two episodes. I want to note a couple of things. About the uh, these last two episodes in general, and the art style, the visuals of these, uh, I would say probably eighty to ninety percent of. No, maybe that's maybe that's not. Maybe that's too big of a number. Maybe like seventy percent of the visuals in these two episodes are reused. A lot of reused animations and scenes and things that we have seen in the previous episodes. So
2: that's one thing we need to note here. Reused, stripped down. And or just straight up still videos or like videos and pictures. (laughs) Mm -hmm.
1: But sometimes placed in interesting uh, ways.
0: As we'll talk about in just a minute, I think, for as haphazard as it feels at times, it is definitely some of the choices do come across, at least in my opinion, as very artsy. Yes. And sometimes they work. A little fartsy. Uh, We get a lot of black and white uh, text which we've gotten in other episodes in the past, these sort of like title cards with Japanese text on them, Um, they're using that a lot in these two episodes to signify a back-and-forth conversation between a character and their maybe inner thoughts or their mind kind of like speaking to them. Instead of like voicing that and maybe making it confusing, they just flash some text with some words for us to figure it out. Yeah,
2: I thought it was Lilith. I thought that that was Lilith directly talking.
0: Could be? That's more than I had. Honestly, that makes a lot more sense. That's that's how I read it. That's fair. That's a, that's, that's a good reading of it. We get weird, art artsy stuff, as I already mentioned. There's, like, watercolors, co- psychedelics. There's, like, sketches. There's certain parts where it's just, like, still frames of, like, photos of our real world.
2: <laughs> yeah. A little bit of video, like I said.
0: Yep. And the framing device for these two episodes are characters sitting under a single spotlight in a metal folding chair that they don't pick up and just hit someone with. I was really kind of expecting that. I I was hoping for a little bit of WWE in here. But, yeah, that's basically visually what you need to know going into this is that the animation that is here is mostly not traditional. It's a lot of stills. It's a lot of reused stuff and assets. There's really only, like, one major – two major scenes in the second episode where we get, like – wholly new stuff animated and and kind of created so hi 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 uh so (laughs) the uh other thing i want to mention is as we're going to get into in this particular episode these episodes are very divisive people typically do not like these
2: episodes of the anime and as we'll talk about probably for good reason for the most Uh, part i don't know if i'd say divisive i think i think we all kind of i think we all kind of agree that they suck (laughs) Now, there's been a lot of question as to, like, what happened and why
0: we got what we got, uh, and I, before we talk about that a little bit, uh, there's something that I had caught on to, I think, a few weeks back in one of the sort of previews to the next episode. I think I would asked Bill, like, hey, like, in the, in the previews to the next episode, there's a lot of, like, unfinished, like, drawings and panels. That actually, in what we saw, especially in the last episode with uh, Kaworu's... Cock, how is death uh, episode? <laughs> the preview for the next episode actually has still animations and, and shots of what would end up being in End of Evangelion. Uh, there's like a scene of Asuka in Unit 2, like piloting Unit 2 and that really cool fight scene that we'll talk about next time. Um, they show scenes like drawn directly, like shot for shot from that. So the intention was originally for episodes 25 and 26 of the anime to be what End of Evangelion ended up being but they didn't have the time yeah. uh, is what it kind of comes down to from what i've been reading is that why the rebuilds got made i think so i the, the rebuild the rebuilds are their own kind of like retelling of the story in general people and and you know the creator specifically knew what he wanted the show to be but like i think there was a there was a lot of back and forth push and pull the original series of like what it was and i know he was dealing like, matt's mentioned like he was dealing with like A lot of inner turmoil and mental health issues. Yeah. And then people wrote death
1: threats to him over Mm -hmm. the last two episodes and things.
0: Yeah. So, like, it's, there's a lot going on there. And I think there was a lot with deadlines and, like, creative differences and changing ideas last minute. And it just, this is what we got. This is what the animators had time to create. And that is episodes 25 and 26 that we're going to be talking about. Talking? Talking about talking. Yeah, let's talk about it. I
2: mean, yeah, you never want to do death threats. That's just not good. But I can say it sucks and I don't want to be part of it. Well,
0: we are about to be a part of it once again.
2: Um, Let's go. All right. So uh,
0: this episode, it essentially 25, uh, the setup here is the case for why characters exist essentially is what it kind of breaks down to is like, why do, why does Shinji and Asuka and Ray, like, why do they exist? So there's like this big existential question being asked of all of them. And they're all Mm -hmm. kind of put literally under the spotlight to question, like what it is that like makes them tick and who they are as characters.
2: Why are you?
1: (laughs) Why do why do you guys think they exist? Broken condom.
0: Um, <laughs> uh, an an un, an unending need to create.
1: Yes, hey, I, was, uh, I was by the
0: by the creator. <laughs> I
1: was going uh, to to create reality around them. Was yes. my answer.
2: Mommy issues the creator has. Well, speaking of issues, uh,
0: we're going to start with our our good old daddy issues friend here, Shinji Akari.
2: Shinji's got a whole subscription.
0: Yeah, so we get we start off with like reused animation right away after the little spotlight scene, uh, where Shinji has to remember how is death. Uh, You know the whole plop into the water of the head. Yeah,
1: yeah.
2: Big Ava,
0: big Ava yeah. go, go squish head go pop. Essentially, you remember when you like would
2: get dandelions as a kid and you think yes. your thumb under it. and pop it off. Mama <laughs> had a baby and her head popped off. Yeah, mm-hmm. I imagine that's what he did. He was just like got his thumb up under there. Pop. I,
0: you know, there's something, there's something to that, perhaps. Shinji is, of course, leaning forward in the chair, screaming, uh, lamenting how, you oh, know, Of course he is. How, how he didn't want to kill him. He screams about how he was not, you know, Kaworu wasn't human. And then Ray pops in and is like, no, he was a person. And you have to just come to terms with you killing someone. Initial part here is Shinji trying to figure out, like, how, why did I kill this person that I love. And again, justifying through the act of, well, he was an angel. Well, it had to be done. Well, I had no choice. Well, I was told to all these like excuses, which builds to this whole message of like, why does Shinji do anything? Because people tell Shinji what to do
2: yes. and thus he does it. Right. Cause Shinji sucks. and has no character of his own, but she's just like me.
0: Oh no. <laughs>
1: This is what they're kind of going for. (laughs) He he is just about the ultimate audience proxy character.
2: I was going to say he's the
1: uh, author proxy.
2: Mm -hmm. The creator feeling so down upon But then so is
1: everybody else in the series. I mean, that is...
0: Yeah. So we get to talking about his insecurities next, right? His being abandoned by his father, being... You know, he, there's a scene. It's kind of a cool image where he's like in this field of fog,
2: mm-hmm. with like
0: these branches sticking up out of it. And he's he's lost and he's looking for people for help. Like he calls out Masato over and over again, and again tying into his character. How does he get by? Because he has the people around him telling him what to do. And now that he's alone, he doesn't know what to do with himself. He doesn't have direction. He does nothing to it. So he calls for Masato. He calls for Ritsko. He calls for Kaji. He even calls for his dad and his mom. At the very end. And he calls for his mom, and then we get a scene of him being crushed by Unit 1 and saying, like, Mom, do something. Yep. I didn't think about most of what you just said there, but yeah, absolutely. I'm kind of glad, not uh, just for Bill's sake, I'm kind of glad I got this episode (laughs) instead of Bill. Because I feel like there's, not saying, Bill, you can't, because you absolutely are one of the deepest thoughtful people that I know. I just know that you hate this ending and this anime, and you yes. would not have wanted to engage with a lot of the shit from the first episode.
2: Agreed. The second episode at least has some things that happen. Agreed. Okay. So it actually worked out okay. No, yeah, I, I don't take that as an insult. That's just... Great. I often get told that I'm very much like a big kitty. And if I don't care, I don't care. That's... <laughs> that's fair.
0: Meow. So he comes to the conclusion after all this that like, well, I have a sense of self when I pilot the Ava, but I don't get to choose that, right? I do it because people tell me to, and then they praise me, right? It's so like he has this idea yeah. of like the only time he feels any sense of fulfillment is getting in the getting in the damn mech, doing what he's told. Uhhuh. But then ultimately the one thing that brings him joy is the thing that at the beginning caused him to break, right? The Ava killing the one person, he and the Ava killing the one person he cared about. So it's like this thing that like turns him toward this whole instrumentality project. I'm going to make the, the conscious choice that nothing should exist because the only thing that brought me any joy brought me pain. So now I have nothing that brings me joy. I have no connections to anyone. Uh, and thus he's the perfect person to bring about true instrumentality because most people have connections with other people.
2: Is that the read? Like, did he have a choice in cr- starting uh, the instrumentality?
0: Well, I think he he's pushed into it by, by Gendo, is the idea. It makes more sense. It makes... So, instrumentality makes very little sense in Episodes 25 and 26. It makes quite a bit more sense in End of Evangelion, but even then, it's still a little confusing and a little cloudy. Yes. Uh-huh. Here, we get the idea that... Instrumentality is this, and it comes up later, I think, in the same episode, where every person becomes one, and in becoming one, they they follow one person's like view of the world. And Shinji's that one who's be who's been given this sort of choice and become this becomes this focal point for what instrumentality kind of is. I think. See, I read ah. that a little
2: differently. Okay. And since we're kind of, I mean, it's kind of hard to linear, talk about these things linearly. It's very linear, hard to talk about this episode linearly, but. My thought process was it wasn't that we got we got Shinji's view because he's our main character. Okay, it wasn't that he was a focal point. It's that his connection to Ray made Ray focus more on him. Okay, so I don't think right. it's that he was a he was a central hub of this thing happening. Mm-hmm. I think Ray was, and well, but since okay. he was yeah. in love with Ray or kind of loved Ray or whatever the fuck he felt with about the two of them. Their connection is what made her be like, Hey, what is it you want to do? I don't know because I'm a robot. Yeah,
0: <laughs> <laughs> and the problem with that is again in the film End of Evangelion that we'll talk about later, that is a little bit clearer that like she's much more connected to all this. Here we just get glimpses, right? Like we correct. get Gendo yeah. later on being like, Hey, come on, we gotta start instrumentality, and he's talking directly to her, correct? So, so, so that I think does lead to the reading of. Could lead to the reading of, well, it's not Shinzy, Shinji so much as Ray is the one who is going to cause this because of things that were not told in these episodes, but were told in the film. Yes. Okay. Huh. So Matt, being the only one to pull back the curtain who has not yet seen End of Evangelion, I'm going to ask you the question now. Without that knowledge, do these two episodes and the whole idea of instrumentality make any sense to you in watching 25 and 26?
1: Uh, Yes, I think they do. Okay. And uh back to the previous thoughts you both shared, I I've I pretty much thought uh, that it requires all of them
0: to make any of this work. To make instrumentality work. Well they do mention like how instrumentality like when there's a scene where Shinji is like I'm I, I can't feel myself, right? And like there's like a white background and he's kinda of sketched. Yeah. And yes. there's like these like panels that say like this is how instrumentality begins a blending of like all people essentially right like like they right. they lose sense of themselves
2: they're they're filling in the gaps of everybody else yeah. and filling in their understanding of themselves right. by seeing how they are in other people's eyes right yes and
1: there's only a set number of people that surround you at any one time uh-huh. and we and we see all of them that surround shinji uh-huh. uh, in these two episodes yeah. Otherwise, they'd be bringing in characters we've never seen or heard of before from who knows
2: where. Yeah. And I, I think Gendo's ultimate plan was he maintained Yui's soul in Eva One mm-hmm. so that when Instrumentality happened, he could be with her again. That yes. makes sense to me. Yeah, I
0: think that's that. That's his driving force is that he wants this thing to happen because he longs for the his lost wife so badly that that's. I can come up with this plot, this plan to be with her, right? Like, when you look at it from the... Again, the religious reading of this is always kind of weird because religion is there in in, in all the language. And we've kind of talked about how, like, yeah, like, it's all there in the language, but also, like, it could just be fancy words. But, like, when you really read it that way from a religious perspective, it's like, I want to die and go to heaven, but for heaven to exist... Everyone has to be a part of that. Like, everyone has to believe or uh-huh. or something. You know what I mean? Well, like, like, there's a heaven analog
2: almost If here. you really go back to, like, early, early Christian teachings, and even, like, Judaism and stuff, the saints are people who have died and gone to heaven. Like, everybody's not in heaven. You know, your grandmother who died is not in heaven. They're in the ground waiting for the end of the world. And that's when they get woken up again. So... For heaven to exist
0: Everything else has to be wiped everything away. Everything
2: has to be destroyed.
0: Which is interesting, because again, we've seen like those like kind of old text
2: terminology. We talked oh, yeah. about like guff or whatever last time. Yeah, the, right. the chamber of Gough and, and even like the Sephiroth being formed both in the <laughs> Well, that's where the name <laughs> came from. Yeah. Or Sephiroth, I guess is gets pronounced that way too a lot. Mm-hmm. But like that's seen in the opening of the show and it's also seen in the movie in the Vegan mm-hmm. The the pattern of the the circles and the yes, lines. Yes, yes. Dude did some homework, and I think he went really old school. I think he did. Uh-huh. Could be.
1: Being in a from a country uh, where there are only a very small percentage of Christian population, we know of uh, from various sources that they pretty much put in stuff that seemed cool to them. Yeah. But we. Uh, having come from a world where Christianity is super prevalent, can pretty much only consider it in ways that he did not.
2: Yeah, it it definitely becomes nonsense when we try to overlay yeah. biblical teachings on top of, or Judaistic teachings or whatever.
0: Yeah, we're enforcing our reality of what we know of religion onto to try to make meaning of it. I think partly right, because yeah. it's so nonsensical that like we, we need to make meaning out of
2: yeah, this. It's garbled in translation. Yeah. 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 That's kind like, of what I was trying to say. <laughs> it, it's like using Google translate to translate something to Korean and then back to American. And it sounds weird. Mm-hmm. This is, this is the whole of, of Christianity getting translated to one crazy Japanese dude. And then back to us. Then again, I guess, uh, kind of, uh,
1: is a lot like uh, religion, isn't it? Because the you're the one who has
2: to make any meaning out of it, really. You're not wrong. You're not wrong. I don't even know where to say this, if this is the right time or not. I came to the understanding, too, that, like, if you, again, going back to the old school, the Lilith thing, Adam's first wife, who was his equal, wanted to be his equal, was created like him, and then got banished, and so God made Eve, the Evas, were made from Adam, so mm-hmm. that they were lesser than him. And so that's kind of how this works too is that there's Lilith and there's Adam, and then Eva's are made from Adam's rib, basically. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's interesting. I think this episode and this discussion in general also points out to us that Gendo and Shinji are basically identical. They are the same person. How so? Well, Gendo, well, I mean, he took his wife's last name, which I know is not to be unwoke about it, but like. In general, he didn't have an identity. He didn't care who he was. He found somebody who would care about him, took her last name, became all there is to her, and then when she died, was gone. Mm -hmm. He was left without any identity other than grieving her. And so put all this shit in motion. And I think we kind of get that same deal with a clone of her that Shinji is kind of in love with and obsessed with, and wrecks up everything because he's obsessed with her because she's the only person that he thinks will complete him. Right. That's fascinating. Yeah.
0: I want to talk about the other two main characters that are discussed in this. Well, three, really, uh, that are discussed in this episode, each getting their own time under the spotlight. That's Asuka, Rei, and Misato. I'll go with Asuka next because it's the next thing that happened kind kind of sequentially. So her reason for existing and her insecurities are tied to This idea of being afraid of being alone and losing herself and then lacking a sense of, like, her own identity. Later on, she says she wishes for independence to stop crying. And then we get all the scenes of, like, all the things that, like, caused her to kind of become this closed off person it's all stuff we've talked about in in great detail so i'm not going to like retread all of it here um but like obviously her her dad you know mistreating the mom the mom kind of losing her grip on reality committing suicide the new mom's stepping in and saying like yeah well you know when i became your what your new wife cause apparently they got, she he got remarried like yeah, I guess I'm Oscar's mom, but I can just leave that anytime I want. Right. Like you can't leave Oscar, I can, like, yeah. I can step out of that role and not, not have to be the mom when I'm like, Jesus Christ. <laughs> yeah. This is pretty terrible. I have thoughts there too. When we get to, around to it, please. So we see just like, you know, all this stuff, uh, and her big thing is she wants to live for herself to be herself. She can't, do that, though. Like, like she, she, she can't exist on her own. Like, there's this sort of loneliness. So, like, again, kind of what I've mentioned, I think, in past episodes, she puts on the strong front being independent, trying to be mature, trying to be an adult because everything was ripped away from her. Uh, and She can't make those connections with people. So, like Shinji, and I think that's the you mentioned, like, Gendo and Shinji being very similar. I posit that Shinji and Asuka are basically the same person. They just... React to their situations differently, but still yearn for connections. Whereas Shinji looks for approval and follows what everyone wants, and Asuka is on the complete opposite end, and she pushes every single person away and says, "I can do everything myself." But you know, deep down, she wants to make connections. That scene with her and Kaji, when she you know tries to like sleep with him, is this like sense of, like, I want comfort, I want companionship, and he pushes her away. I want to be seen as as
2: an adult who can take care of herself. Yes, absolutely. Yeah. 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 No, I think that makes sense. And to the point that I can almost, at this point, start to empathize with Asuka a little bit. Damn right. Yeah. Yeah, same. I I still have trouble with, with Shinji. If I have to pick one of the three kids to empathize with. She makes the most sense to me at this point. Ah. Uh, overachieving, you know, a gifted kid that tries to overachieve to win attention and affection. That I mean, that kind of make You get that. Mm-hmm. Also, we know Yui got sucked up into the Eva and was gone. And we know something happened to Asuka's mom when she got near the Eva, and that's what made her crazy. Mm-hmm. For lack of a better term. Yeah. And we know the mom's souls are what power of the mechs. Our are, are Maybe not power them, but create yeah. the connections to drive them. Is it possible that Asuka's mom's soul got sucked out, and that that version of her mom that we've only seen the crazy one was just her soulless body? It's possible, huh? Or like, or like a fr- at least like a
0: maybe like a fractured remains or something. Yeah,
2: yeah, something of that sort. Sure, like like the essence of her soul was like drawn into the Ava. And they make the point with with um. Ritzko's mom. That there's the separate versions: the mother, the scientist, and the woman. So I'm wondering if the mother part of Aska's mother got got pulled away. Is what got pulled out, and the rest of it uh-huh. was there, but didn't.
1: And uh, because it felt such incredible loss of uh, most of itself, it decided that death was better.
2: Right. That's kind of what I was getting at. Yeah. Because it's got the two sets of eyes. Maybe it pulled out the mother and the the scientist, the mother and the woman. Oh, yeah. yeah. So it left
1: I, I'd forgotten about the
2: double set of eyes on that one. Oh, that's interesting. I've been trying to figure out what that meant, why that's there. And yeah, the two sets of eyes and then the third set of her that was what was left in the body. Yeah. Interesting. And and I may just be full of shit and this might not mean anything, but... I don't think so. I think there's something there. I think there's something there, too.
0: And, like, if you think about the way that she reacted afterwards, like, there is a... Me- Like, I feel like the mother is the only thing left, actually, because, like, she has these strong maternal instincts that still exist. Like, she cradles the doll. I just think, like, her understanding of, like, what's what is is all fucked up. Like, she can't see Asuka, but, like, whenever she cradles the doll, she's like, Asuka, you're the only thing that matters to me. You know, I love you. Let's be together. Come die with me. We can be together forever sort of thing. So I feel like the mother is the only part that's left. You know the 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 woman's gone, the whatever the the scientist or the drive, slash
2: doctor doctor yeah. slash yeah. whatever is gone,
0: yeah. and and those are the things that Asuka's dad seeks out, right? That makes total sense. Where it's like she he gets the 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 woman part for this new woman, right? For the sex, the yeah. doctor part he seeks out a doctor, and she's like she's like I don't want to be a mom, yeah. So like uh-huh. that part's so like he's replacing the two parts that are that he wants, and the part that's left is in what's left of Asuka's mom. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Huh? Yeah. <laughs> but like, but you can't be a fully functioning person without all the aspects of who you are. Yeah. Correct. Uh, so, so she takes it to the extreme of like, I'm going to love you. The only way to love you and treat you good is if we could be together forever. So I can always love you. And the only way we can always be together is if we die together. It is uh it is an interesting way of looking at that. I, I really like that, that, uh,
2: that way of thinking. The mother spirit inside the Eva does eventually love Asuka and help her. So did the rest of it rejoin at some point after she died? died?
0: Possibly, yeah, yeah, probably. And the rest of it just kind of jumped sense. over there. Mm-hmm. Okay, join the rest of, yeah, join the rest of it. Yeah.
1: Got to be something, something id,
2: ego, and super ego involved in all this. Oh, I'm probably, sure. I'm sure there is. Well, and there's the holy trinity of father, son, holy ghost.
0: There's know. a lot of there's a lot of Freud in the show. So. Yeah. Yes.
1: Yes. Maybe well, a lot of m- Freud too... and a lot of <laughs> religion.
2: So quite a, yeah, too makes... much
1: Freud, I, I think
0: who's kind of not kind of not in the favor he used to be in we can jump to ray a little bit here so her part in this episode is is pretty light um but she does have a moment where she's um under the under the, the spotlight as well and hers is just basically her talking to herself talking to herself talking to herself talking to herself and again i think her insecurity is this idea of like she has no identity because she's just an object right an object that was made by gendo
2: I Uh don't think she's talking to herself. I mean, she is. Mm -hmm. I think she's Lilith talking to Ray. Because Ray is what was left of Yui's body, cloned Mm -hmm. with Lilith's soul. Yeah. His body was sitting. Uh So, again, I think it's that that tri personality aspect thing where, like, her soul and her body are talking to each other. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Maybe. Yeah.
1: There, there's plausibility in just about any theory you can come up with for this show.
2: <laughs> also, now since we kind of talked about it already with the other two, so who is the soul in Zero-Zero? I have a theory there, too. Okay. Well, it's, let's, it's, Ray's, it's Ray's mech. Let's talk about it. Yeah. So, yeah. And we're yep. at Ray. I thought that's kind of... <laughs> Whoever, a, kind whatever of a, it is, uh, is super pissed about it. That's for sure. Yes, I think so. I think so. They said early on that Ray was born with a soul. Yes. Yeah. That first ray we saw was the little girl. Yeah, the one that the one that like chastised uh, Ritsko's mom. And what Ritsko's mom do about it?
0: Aha, uh, uh-huh.
2: uh-huh. I see where you're going with this. I think.
0: So is Ray piloting Ray?
2: Yeah, I think Ray's yes. soul is in Eva <laughs> zero zero, and and the Ray body has Lilith's soul in it. Is what I think. Uh huh. Which uh-huh. when zero zero went berserk. Who did it go after? It's like, give it
0: back, give it back, give it back! Oh, it went right after it started wait. punching at Ritsuko. Or,
2: who looks just like? Just like her mom. Oh,
0: wait, yeah. I wish this was a video podcast. My eyes yeah, got you so are big making, right there. you are <laughs> making all kinds of,
2: like, <laughs> hey, hey. Huh. This is fascinating. Yep. And I was going to save this for the write-up, but I think I can say it now. The more I think about it and dig into it and research it and read about it, and the more I like it. And then I turn around and watch an episode and I think I <laughs> hate it again. Yeah. <laughs> so I, The way it shows it is just terrible. I think it's poorly executed.
0: Yeah. And I think that I think he knows it's poorly executed, which is why he's like, I want to do over I want my I want my ending the right way and I want to really redo the whole series.
2: Yeah, I, I yeah. think that's I think that's what it is. I think yeah. it's a I think it's an interesting story with some interesting ideas. Mm-hmm. And like I said, I start to soften on it even, and like I start to like some of the stuff as I'm sitting there driving down the road thinking about it all damn day. <laughs> and then I go and I have to watch an episode to record a podcast. Yeah. And I watch the episode and I'm pissed again.
1: Yeah, because I've been I've been thinking myself lately how I much how I enjoy it a lot whole lot more watching
0: somebody else tell the story. Uh huh. Yeah. I think there's something here about. I'm gonna. I'm not gonna diss the, the creator, but more diss the process of of creating anime, right? Or any anything that like has a quick turnaround, like anime, because anime yeah. does have a quick turnaround for like yeah. a lot of the production of of, of a show. Sure, it's fair. Faster today than back then. This needed a few more years to develop the idea. It's like a novel. The novelist sits down, they write a rough draft, they set that rough draft aside for yeah. three, four, five, six months. They pick it back up, they, they they reread it with a fresh mind, they make edits, they, they they change things, they remove things, they bring things in, they set it aside again, they they edit it again, they send it to someone else, they edit it. Anime
2: doesn't allow oftentimes yeah. for that to happen. This was just too big to be cranked out like a so regular regular qu- show.
1: Yeah. Plus as as we know, ano pretty
0: much had to throw out his entire original idea anyway. This is what you do when it's like, okay, you have this idea this for this for the show Oh, now we got to make a big change. Oh, well, we're already ch- producing and, and showing episodes. Yeah. And you have to meet these deadlines. And it makes sense why sometimes these things feel like a jumbled mess.
1: Yeah. yeah that makes sense. So, yeah. You know, as I say, uh, necessity is the mother of invention. So if the, if it was ne- a necessity was to completely change the story and then come up with what we came up with, he did pretty well in that area because all things considered,
0: super, still super beloved by a whole lot of people. So her thing has to do with, obviously, this idea of wanting to return to a void or to nothingness, which I think also was kind of what Shinji sort of wants. So, again, that connection between characters yet again. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but Gendo won't let her return to a void. Gendo says, no, no, no. We got to start this instrumentality thing. <laughs> yeah. The last person I'm going to talk about in my episode uh, is Misato. Shinji's the one I think that asks, like, what do you want?
1: Before uh, they really started talking about Misato, uh, Gendo was talking, and we saw
0: Ritsuko and Misato dead, shot to death.
1: What yes. the hell is that all
0: about? I think it's one of those things again, where in the end of Evangelion, not to spoil anything, but in the end of, <laughs> of Evangelion, I think there are flashes from what they wanted to do with end, of, like like what would end up becoming the end of Evangelion. So uh-huh. instead, like it's like, well, here's a flash to show both of them are dead and that's all we get as the audience is like by the way oh yeah Ritsuko and masado both died somehow before all this happened uh huh yeah okay yeah to answer that question that's the only way i can answer it because watch end of evangelion watch end of evangelion i again i really honestly think end of end of evangelion is so much better than these two because it like actually tells a story <laughs> of how the original story actually ends okay. but anyway i'm glad you brought it up I only caught it this rewatch today. Ah, Like, I didn't even catch those scenes when I watched it the last time. So she's asked by Shinji, what does she want? Well, she wants to be a good girl and to stop crying so much. Although then she quickly switches and says, like, no, actually, I don't. I don't want to be a good girl. I want to be soiled. I want to be dirty. Yes. This is, it kind of ties to this, like, reason of why she was with Kaji. She's being accused by a lot of female characters, which I find interesting in this discussion of, like, how, and again, this is kind of like a societal thing, and I think it's not as as much anymore, but, like, this idea of, like, why is it that, why why would a a woman who knows what they want, like, why are they always belittled or looked down upon by other women within a society? And so I thought it was interesting, like, all these female characters, the one who are popping in, like, so why are you sleeping with Kaji? Why are you uh, being a, like, essentially she's like, like uh-huh. slut-shaming her. Yeah. And she's like, no, I love this man. I loved Kaji. Because he reminded me of my father. Because he reminded me of my dad. And then there was that part, which is, is that, weird. Is that, am I misremembering
1: some some Freudianism of all daughters all we, all, to, all, all Yeah,
0: all, 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 all women want to essentially like marry their dad and all men want to marry their mom. It's kind of a Freudian thing. Right. More Freud right here. Just a little inherently creepy. But it is, it is. But so popular in Japan. Too popular in Japan. Yes. Yes. She says that she felt bliss with Kaji, and because she felt that bliss, she hated it, and that's why she had to push him away. She's such a complex person, because she's basically, apparently grew up being told, you act this way, you look this way, you talk this way. Like, everything is micromanaged by her father. Uh Uh-huh and maybe that has to do with like the military the generally i think we're all raised that way i think i think i, I agree until we break away from it from Correct. some catalyst i think hers was it's, it comes across as more extreme yes like her her treatment in particular and maybe that's because of his job and his expectations and then like how he like pre- pressures that upon her and she even follows in his footsteps right like she yeah. doesn't have to like do a job similar to what he was doing but she chooses to anyway right and she excels at it
1: what did you think of that brief eight-bit sex scene?
0: I kind of liked it visually. <laughs> I, I was, I was kind of here for it.
1: <laughs> I just wanted to say eight-bit sex scene because that sounds eight like bits, a title to me.
0: It sounds like a title to me too. Future Andy, <laughs> she talks about her promotion at Nerve and how she feels like a like she has imposter syndrome. Like, yeah, she's like, I don't but, deserve what it. What about
1: the talk about Shinji and Shinji seeing her and her being embarrassed that Shinji is seeing her? And why was there were there baseball
0: sounds? <laughs> yeah, there were baseball sounds, weren't they? There were. Um, yeah, so like there's this weird scene where like she's fucking Kaji and like he walks in and he sees her doing it and yes. he's like got this disgusted look on on his face and all the women again chastise, they're like you're so dirty and wrong. Look at you, you're corrupting this young boy, essentially. And then we get the scene where we talked about this in an earlier episode. I know that, like, Bill and I saw this, and you didn't at the time, where, like, she reaches out to comfort him, but then, like, in that comforting, in this scene, when they replay it, like, him reaching her reaching out, touching his hand, like, they're all like, why are you doing that? That's so wrong. You're gross. You're awful. They're chastising, because, again, they made it sexual, right? Yeah. Like, she was coming on to him.
1: At this point, I was definitely getting confused, because it definitely sounded now and then, like, she wants to do it with Shinji.
0: And the Evangelion will... Tackle that a little bit more, but um, (laughs) great. Um, but yeah, great, right? Great. Who shot who the what now? Uh, uh, Misato wants to fuck Shinji.
2: Yeah. See, I said that. (laughs) I said that before. You did. did. You did. did. And I was like, I was like, no, that didn't happen. I
1: don't see it. I said back then, but now (laughs) I
2: see it. And no. And also, also, I don't know that she wants to so much as she's willing to. Yes.
1: Right. It's not so much like
2: she wants it; she sees that as something she can do is
1: good at Be- because Maybe. that'll cause Shinji to become an adult, which will mean that Shinji has become his father whom she loves or, or, oh
2: or he will unlock his spiral energy from his bone. <laughs> yes. And then all three <laughs> Evas will combine. Or, or <laughs> that that's
0: possible, I suppose. Or it's this idea that like, she sees how he's so detached and doesn't find joy in anything. And her one thing that brings her joy is is carnal pleasures. Right. So it's like, yeah. maybe I could pass along a little bit of happiness to this sad, depressed kid, so he can unlock his own sexual spiral understanding energy. of the world. <laughs>
2: sure. Sexual
0: spiral energy. She... <laughs> so yeah, that's 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 Masato in a nutshell. The sexual universe of
1: all young men begins with a big bang. <laughs>
0: last bit on this episode I want to talk about then we're going to go to the break card we get a doctor strange avengers moment with this instrumentality thing they're talking about like everything that we see is fact right like the things that we observe are our reality but this is only one set of facts and this is the one that shinji wanted uh and it's just like that scene where doctor strange is like yeah there's only one reality where we get out of this right and it's like kind of the opposite where it's shinji's uh-huh. like there's only one reality where this, where all this will work, where nothing exists. <laughs> yeah. So he he's the one that he wished for this destruction. The reality is going to be like Shinji's own world, but yeah, it's essentially leading up to episode 26. I don't know. Real quick, any thoughts on 20? Uh, any other thoughts on 25 before we take the, go to the break card?
1: I kind of admire anybody who has spent years and years dissecting this stuff.
0: I think that covers it for episode 25, let's get into 26, right after the break card. Welcome on into the break card, it's Andy, it's tuning Japanese, and we're almost done with Evangelion! I really hope you're enjoying this episode. As I am editing it right now, I can't believe how much we unlocked with these two episodes that have been critically seen as the worst episodes of the anime and ruining the ending. I think it's still a bad ending, but our discussion has helped to understand what Anna was able to do within the restraints of everything that were kind of put upon him, both mentally and with the show In general, we also recorded already our discussion of End of Evangelion. And if you think that this episode is deep, we get just as into the discussion of that film. It's Matt and I kind of breaking down the two halves of that particular film. And I think that is also going to be one that you are not going to want to miss. So thank you for listening to this episode. If you want to support us, the best way is to tell your friends and family about our show. Our numbers, being completely honest, have been down lately. So if you can tell people that might enjoy our show to pick up. And either even if it's going back to our earlier seasons, going back to the Josh, Bill, and I era, and listening to our views of things like Trigun or *Excel Saga or One Punch Man, uh, we would really appreciate that. Or if you know anyone that loves Evangelion or hates Evangelion, and this might help them understand, especially this ending of the show, um, a little bit more of what might be going on from our own analysis. Send them our way. We'd really appreciate that. You can also head to patreon.com slash Japanese. I'll mention just really quickly that Tuning In is a series that we do just for our patrons. We're going to be releasing our episode of Kuma 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 Bear before the end of this month. Uh, so go and check that out as well. I hope you all are enjoying this. I hope you all are enjoying summer. We have two more Evangelion episodes to go over the end of Evangelion film, as well as our wrap-up of the series overall. We'll have a bloopers episode as well, but I don't really count that as part of the season. And then we'll be moving on, maybe doing a couple of small little things to finish up the summer, and then jumping into season eight, which is Bill's pick. So I'm excited to see what he has chosen. He's been back and forth on what he's doing. I don't think he knows yet exactly what he's going to do for our next season. So thank you so much for listening. If there's anything... Feedback wise, that you want to get a hold of us on, head to our social media, email us, tuningjapanese at gmail.com, and enjoy the second half, our deep dive into episode now 26, the finale episode of Neon Genesis Evangelion. We're back from the break card. Episode 26. Yep. <laughs> that was a break card. <laughs> that, wasn't, that was a literal break card. The beast that shouted I at the heart of the world. Hey, it's Bill Stern. I, 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 I. <laughs> It's Bill Stern to talk about Evangelion uh-huh. a little bit more now. Hey, Bill, lead, us, oh, lead us through
2: the second half of this weird ending. In the far future of the year 2016. <laughs> <laughs> far future. This is literally given to us on as white text on back background. Mm-hmm. The instrumentality of what people had lost—that is, of the heart—was underway. Right. However, it would take far too long to depict all such events. I love, I love that because it's breaking first of all the cardinal rule of show, don't
0: tell. Uh, and number two, <laughs> yeah. it's literally calling out like the—that's like the animators being like. Hey, we don't have time to actually show you what instrumentality looks like. Just take take our word for it. It's just it's cool.
2: Yeah, this would be a whole fucking movie if we put everything <laughs> together. <laughs> 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 we will therefore focus on the instrumentality of the heart belonging to the boy Shinji Akari. Case three: <laughs> the case of Shinji Akari. Kkong kung and then it just tells us terror. <laughs> the case terror. of Shinji Ikari. Yes, I have that. I have both some notes here, too. First note is terror. In <laughs> yep. The terror that'll, that'll disappear, says Lilith to Shinji. He thinks it would be fine if he would disappear because no one wants him. Yeah. And yes. then I think Masato Lilith yells at him for being a coward. I think it's Lilith and Masato's form. I think so. I don't know. I'll go with it. Ray and Oscar show up and they agree. Again, I think they're all Liz, so they're just agreeing with herself. They want to all be the same people because humans are pack animals, and that's the point of instrumentality. Right. <laughs> to bring us all together into one
1: happy, wonderful spirit.
0: Individuality doesn't exist.
2: Of heaven. Oh. <laughs> So, Lilith asks Gendo why, and then asks all the other character- characters the same questions with the same answers in a row, over really trippy imagery. Oh, yeah, it's, it's, it's like, uh-huh. Yeah, we get some more of that like, eight-bit sex. Yeah, and, like, Shinji being a a hollow spot with all this, like, pattern and shit being flashed inside of him. And, uh-huh.
0: Was this also the scene where we started to get like the 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 actual like photo stills of the real world?
2: Yeah. Yep.
0: There's actually one that's interesting. I just I just freeze framed on it. It's a uh, it's at marker. If you happen to have it up if you don't, it's fine. I think it's a marker like I don't. Five yeah. eleven or something like that, or maybe uh-huh. a little bit past. There's there's a, there's a pen pen. There's a penguin. Yeah. But it's like yep. a real world, and there's beer. It uh, looks post like, office box.
1: <laughs> and a crane. And a subway subway stairs. It's fucking weird.
2: Everybody tells Shinji it's okay to run away from pain because it hurts. Pain hurts him. Because he doesn't want to, because he thinks if he runs away, it'll make the pain worse and he'll be more alone. Mm -hmm. Yes, you can run away
1: from it, but if you do, you're not going to learn anything.
2: Uh, Shinji thinks he is the only person that hurts and he pilots the Eva again, we're told, because he's worthless if he doesn't. Uh Uh-huh. And again we're told Asuka thinks the same way. Yeah,
0: and that's the yes. irony of of all this situation where it's like Shinji thinks that like he's the only one that feels alone or worthless or whatever. Uh-huh. But like we as the audience are being shown like, no, yeah. here's my thesis of how every character in the show is is lonely. Yeah. And the again, more of the irony is that if they all came to realize like how much they needed each other. Like, they could be happier if they could just break down the barriers of their own own insecurities. (laughs) But the the ultimate irony is that they are kind of doing that with instrumentality, where they're all just going to be one person.
1: Yes, but do you think maybe they could have saved a few steps if they just hired a therapist?
2: Absolutely.
0: Oh, yeah, we think we've talked about how Nerve really needs a good, like, company therapist.
2: Well, this wouldn't be a show with a therapist.
0: This is when I really
1: started, I think, understanding what the instrumentality thing was really about. Because yeah. if there's something, everyone shares the same feelings, and there's something missing from everybody, but there are others who have that thing and can fill it in for you.
2: Right. And you understand who you are, and that you don't suck, because you know how other people feel about you. Yeah. Unless you're that guy who does suck and everybody does hate you and then you <laughs> then you learn that yep. uh-huh. <laughs> there's a lot of carrots that would be upset about instrumentality. mentality <laughs> <laughs> so yeah Asuka thinks the same way that she is worthless and only has value as a pilot
1: yeah it's fun because Shinji thinks thinks that and, and she's always berating him because she knows she's the same way and he's just always reminding her of it
2: Yep, and then he picks up the phone, and every character tells him they hate him. Yeah, I love that. <laughs> yeah, what the fuck? <laughs> that... I, again, I think that's him. Yes, projecting. yes, that's him. I hate you. Us, I hate you. I just him like deciding.
1: You. That's him deciding the feelings
2: of everybody else towards him. Yep, and we go into the circles again with uh, him rambling about why pilots pilot Evas. This is where we go to the the break card. My favorite the uh, visually I, break card. We already did that. <laughs> <laughs> but, break card. But
0: my, my favorite my favorite uh, of those visuals is like when he's doing all that talking and like you just get the shot of like a silhouette of Shinji and in the background is like all these shots from like previous parts like previous episodes. It ties in with that message of like how the who we are is made up of like our our perceptions. Uh, other people have of us, right? Like we talked about that in another right. episode too, and how it's tied yeah. in with this idea of like signifiers and like, uh, objectification is something that I, I've brought up in the past. This concept that like works in comic books mm-hmm. and other visual medium where like, you know, this idea from, uh, uh Scott McCloud, when we see a face, like we connect it and compare it to ourselves even if that face is drawn very differently from us we can still tell it's a face and that's like Shinji realizes you know like oh when I'm all by myself I have nothing to look at nothing to compare myself to I no longer exist I don't see myself in anyone else and it's just interesting that like in the shot we get this like kind of like blank still shot of Shinji and all these people that are part of who he is like in the background making up who he is and it's just kind of fun to watch this scene and just hit pause randomly and you'll see like oh I remember that from that episode
1: Yes. I want to, later I'm just going to take a, get a recording where I can pause frame by frame during these bits. Yeah, I think it would be really cool to look at.
0: But yeah, then we get to like the break card.
1: I'm going to tell you, this is probably actually (laughs) like my favorite part of the whole series,
0: this second half of this The second half of this one? Yeah, I could could see that. I could see that for sure. Hey, we're back from the break card, but not really a break card. Yes. (laughs) <laughs> yes,
2: the not break card. The actual break said...
1: card was the time between episodes. Yes.
2: <laughs> Instrumentality, <your> haha.
1: <laughs> I used to play
2: guitar. Well, I practiced for I practiced for a few months and then I gave it up. I play with guitar. I own two. I don't play very well, but I, I play I own to guitar. I see guitar. I touch <laughs> guitar. I
0: am it's, it's guitar. Over, it's over there. That's what happens when you become uh, one with music. That's instrumentality. Uh,
2: okay.
0: <laughs> yes, I like that better, much better. Twenty six, part two.
2: Take care of yourself. <laughs> oh,
0: yeah, this is where Shinji has to learn to be take be, be self sufficient.
2: Rain makes Shinji down, and then Asuka and <laughs> Shinji and Masato all pretty much just talk about how much they hate the weather.
0: They, they we've right. run into the part where like they don't what? know what to talk about. Like,
2: they are, like yeah, even the creators of the anime it. are like, we don't know what to talk about. Let's just talk about the weather. Because that's what you talk about yeah. when you don't know what to talk about. And and you've really lost track, all track, of who's talking at any given time. Where is this part about the weather? What? It's like right after the break card. Yeah. Huh. I expect you to sing the rain song from... Rain! Gungrave. <laughs> Here comes the rain! Huh. Uh, I suppose this might be the point because the instrumentality is happening that we lost track of who is who. Mm-hmm. Actually, that
0: makes know. a lot of sense. Yes.
2: Yeah. Yeah. Everyone's blended. And this is where the art starts to break down too. And there's something about
0: that too, where it's like, and again, maybe there's a deeper message here about like instrumentalities, about this idea of blending things together mm-hmm. and into one. And like the art style loses its cohesiveness as well. And it starts breaking down and there's, there's something to be said there. <laughs> I think it's just trimming away all of the fucking fat in this
2: show. I mean, it's Neon Genesis Evangelion. So, a new beginning. So, you can almost see that this is the Genesis. This is, like, the starting over Mm -hmm. point. Uh, Again, we get the same shit. uh, Masato Rei and Asuka just telling him time heals all wounds and life will get better. A lot of repetition. just the way you see things, and it's very repetitious. Uh, at this point, Shinji goes full-on Daffy duck as just a line drawing on white paper. <laughs> I love it. It's so good. <laughs> and and when he gets told that he, he's totally free, nothing is anything. Yeah. I think this is Ray slash Lilith giving him the choice of what to do. Mm-hmm. And what does he do with it? He makes a fucking line. <laughs> yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. Somebody did anyway.
2: And that... Cost, I think it was him. I think he created the horizon. I mean,
1: uh, yeah, you, you hear Kaji's voice when it happens. So, I, well, Yeah, so but again, everybody's blended together. Yeah. So. I guess he, is everybody, he could be everybody at this I point. I think
2: that's the point.
1: Mm-hmm. And by creating that line, it costs him some freedom. Yes, because freedom is having no boundaries, but when you have no boundaries, you have no definition.
0: And when you draw a line... Suddenly you have up and down signifies up and down, even though like we get the scene of him like twisting around. Yeah. But then you can change it. So it doesn't matter
2: at this point, I'm starting to get a headache (laughs) (laughs) watching this episode. Um, and then we break down to just some fucking squiggles and doodles, which ties
0: back. I mean, this, the same idea. i mentioned this idea before of like the way that we as human beings try to make meaning out of shapes. Uh this, This idea that like we can see two dots and a line under it. and, you know, it may not even be a face, but like we recognize that as a face because we need to see ourselves in all things, right? It's like when you look at—I think I've mentioned this in a past episode. When you look at something, you're like, you see a face in something that definitely isn't a face, but you're like, yeah. like it's called it's called pareidolia. I, I objectification is a term I'm, I'm using,
2: like like, but well, no, like yes, yes, the scientific yes. version is is pareidolia, uh, yes. which is like you your brain is a pattern recognizer mm-hmm. that says I'm supposed to see things. I am I am very good at that. Are you, you're good at finding yeah. patterns like yeah, that? Yeah, that's, that's a big part of... Your survival instincts are very heightened to where you go, that might be a thing. <laughs> if I'm wrong and that's just a tree, <laughs> nothing happens. But if that if I'm right, and that's a dude with a, <laughs> a spear or a tiger that's going to kill me, it's good that I knew it was there. Right. I just love looking
1: at marble floors or walls because I see lots of fun things. Before we go past it, the the little bit of animation here we see here with with the uh, the egg you know cracking yeah, open like, and all like that it, yeah yeah that two three seconds is my absolute favorite piece of
0: animation in this whole show I can understand that it looks cool it's well done it's artistic it's it's different
2: so it's I think all of this even the squiggles and the egg and all that is Shinji flexing his muscles of the world. Sure, because we immediately get dropped into a slice of life anime. This is <laughs> yeah. my favorite part. Like they're playing Sailor Moon esque music while Asuka wakes Shinji up and tells us all they've been childhood best friends since childhood. Yeah, I still don't know about that. <laughs> and then she rips the covers off his, of a sleepy head and gets upset at his morning wood. Yes, he says yes. that always happens in the morning. It's not because of you. It always happens in the morning.
0: My bladder
1: is pressing against my prostate. Damn it! Exactly.
2: <laughs> it's a pee boner. It's a pee boner. <laughs>
1: uh, excuse me, one moment because I absolutely have to suddenly look up the robot chicken Bruce Campbell Morning Wood. <laughs>
0: I wasn't sure where it was going at
2: all. I... Nope. Hold up! Had no idea where we were <laughs> Speaking of
0: prostates. <laughs> I forgot to do my self-prostate exam. One moment,
1: please. (laughs) Hello, I'm Bruce Campbell, and I can't start my day without my morning wood. (laughs) Without without waxing my morning wood. Oh, Lord. Oh, boy. From the makers of Slow Dance Chubby.
0: (laughs) <laughs> Tell me more about this slice of life, Bill, because this is, and this is, and Matt can talk, can, can chime in at the end too about why this is his favorite part of the whole anime.
2: So his parents are alive and they're living in normal domestic life where Gindo just reads the paper and doesn't give it any shits. Mm-hmm. Probably because Shinji doesn't have any idea what his father would be doing because he's, mm. so he just sets him at a table with a newspaper to say nothing. Yeah.
1: Oh no, that's, except you're right, Yui.
2: <laughs> Yes, Yui. Yes, <laughs> Yui. <laughs> yep, of course, Yui. Can
0: I mention that I love that Pen-Pen is like a bobblehead?
2: Yes, I saw that. <laughs> yes. Asuka and Shinji are just running to school. I guess they're late. Yeah, And Shinji and Asuka talk about, there's a new student. I hope she's a cute girl.
1: <gasps> well, well, she's definitely a course,
0: stereotypical one. Asuka's annoyed by it, which is yes, that yes, she, she is. fills that role, right? Of, yes. like, friend, but actually is in love with Shinji.
2: A whole love triangle thing. Uh, and we cut over to Ray who is the cute girl, of course. Yep, running with and toast in her mouth. Oh, she's just straight-up sailor-mooning her way to school. <laughs> yeah. mm-hmm. And runs smack dab to Shinji. They both fall down, and she just full-on beaves him.
1: They're lucky they didn't switch bodies, which is a common trope <laughs> in Japanese when that, <laughs> anime when that happens.
0: And then we cut to, I think, reused animation here with, uh, with like, conversation. Ray used animation? Ray used animation <laughs> uh, with, yes. like, uh, with, with him and his friends. Yes. Cuz we also get like the scene with Misato that's also reused. They're like, "Did you see her pants?" <laughs>
1: <laughs> oh man, you're so lucky today.
2: And that's the point uh, uh the class rep comes over, grabs Toji by the ear and I like that. Yells at I like him. that. I thought that was cute. Well, I mean, they were kind of starting to be a thing, mm-hmm. so that makes, makes sense that they that they yeah. were kind of harkening yeah. back to that a little bit. And then up up in a red sports car tears in their teacher who uh is the hot teacher who is apparently going to have inter- inappropriate relations with her students? Teacher, teacher of, of the fucking
0: <laughs> year. Like later on in this, where where uh, there's like violence happening in her classroom, and she's just leaning back, going, "I want to see where this goes." Yeah, she, I, yeah. I,
2: <laughs> well, not only that, but she's like, they're taking pictures and videos of her walking in and like down her top, and she's just like, "Hey, <laughs> boys, with your boys." But, uh, yeah, she starts class, she introduces Ray, who's super bubbly and, like, perky, and then Ray and Shinji start yelling about the upskirt thing. Asuka comes to Shinji's defense and yells, you're the one that forced him to look at her crotch. <laughs> or, you're yeah. the one that forced him to look at your crotch. Yeah. The Clash rep tries to restore order, and that's when we get the Masato like, eh, I want to see what happens. Yeah, it
0: looks like fun. I want to see how it plays out. The-
2: this is more interesting than anything I was gonna do. Yeah.
0: So, Matt, you've you've got on record off can- off off microphone about how much you love this particular scene. Uh tell us a little bit about like why this one <laughs> stayed with you so much.
1: Uh it's simple, really. I'd just rather watch this show. <laughs> <laughs> Nothing too complicated about it. I'd just rather watch that show. As, as tropey as it may be, I would be more entertained than I had been so
0: far with what we, with this series.
2: I don't know what would be worse. <laughs> <laughs> a trope-filled uh, extravaganza or, uh, uh, or Evangelion? I don't think, if it was a trope-filled extravaganza, I don't think I would be saying, you know, when I think about it later... I start to see things and enjoy it, and then I watch it and get mad. It'd just be like, oh, I'm mad. <laughs> this is like fucking after-school Dice Club. Oh, you're
0: bringing back so many memories. Only because you watched the whole show. I did watch the whole show. I learned a lot about board games. And German
2: people. <laughs> and then we snap back to normal old wiener, Sinji. <laughs> and he re- and he's a fat that that was just a possible world one possible world yes
1: there's and a multiverse the
2: there is cast stands pin pin cuz he doesn't want any of the part of the shit <laughs> everybody else stands around telepathically cuz they don't move their mouth they don't move their eyes they don't move they just telepathically pep talk him about how he shouldn't hate himself love yourself love the world that you that you existed yeah And he starts to argue how shitty he is. There's a giant breaking of glass, and he goes, Oh, I guess I'm not awful. Yeah, like, you were totally confused
1: just three seconds ago. Now suddenly you get it? What he does get is a standing ovation. (laughs) Well, if you go through life thinking you have no worth, and then suddenly you find worth in yourself, that is worthy of it, I say.
2: Everybody in your life stands around clapping, like you fucking knew the Spanish word on Dora the Explorer. <laughs> <laughs> can you say Gato? <laughs> Jesus Christ. I, I know we don't
0: like this, but like generally, like I don't like, <laughs> I don't like the shift so suddenly. It's just like, oh, I hate myself. I hate myself. I hate myself. Oh, no, but you can do it. You can do it. You can do it, I hate myself. I hate myself. But maybe I don't. Crack.
2: Yeah. Yay,
0: oh, no, I okay. figured it out. Yeah. What? <laughs> That is that is not and character development. All it
2: takes is for someone to keep pushing you. <laughs> oh, no. We cut back to the black background with white text. To father, thank you. To mother, goodbye. <laughs> to all the children of the world, <laughs> congratulations. <laughs> Which I assume we're being congratulated for this being fucking over. <laughs> And that's it. That's the end of the anime. <laughs> that's it. That's the it. end of the fucking anime. <laughs> I was so pissed the first
0: time I you got it. You are here. not the only one. Like, that's the reaction most people had was, what the fuck was that? I think I said that out loud. Because, because if you look about, if you look at how, like, the last before these two episodes, how it actually started to build and we started to get, like, a little excited about, like, where it could go. Like, for example... Bill, you would even said, like, man, some of the mech, we we finally started to get in those last couple episodes, some of the actual mech action, and, like, yes. real fights, and it was, like, and there was stakes. E- even, like, the Kauru stuff being, like, really weird and, like, kind of shoved in very quickly, like, again, we argued, like, if it had been built a little bit more, there would have been more emotional payoff, but there was still emotional payoff, right? Like, and there was that twist yes. of, like, oh, the last angel is, like, a human, and blah, blah, blah. blah. Like, it was, it was still kind of interesting. And like Shinji having to make that choice. But then, like, all of that payoff is just kind of stripped to, well, we don't have the time or the budget. We can't tell the story what we wanted to, that we have the actual beginnings of, right? Like, we saw in the preview to episode 25, fight scene that ends up in the, like, shot for shot that ends up in End of Evangelion, but we don't see here.
2: Like, it's. Which, not to jump the gun too much, my favorite part of the entire oh,
0: anime. Might be in my top five. We'll get there. It's. And then it turns out to be worthless. It does. It means we'll, n- we won't, we won't jump, say any more than that. Ugh. But, like, I will just say, best fight scene from the entire anime is that. But anyway... Well, not a high not bar. Not a high bar. the jump. But it's actually a decent fight We're scene. We're not there yet, though. We are here at the end of... Evangelion. No, Well, not the end of Evangelion. We're at the end... Nope, We're at the end sweet. before the end of Evangelion. Um, we. This yeah. is the end of the initial run of Evangelion. Episodes 25 and 26... Which uh, once again are titled "The Ending World" and episode twenty-six, "The Beast That Shouted Eye at the Heart of the World." Now is the part of the episode where we talk about
2: our thoughts on these two. Traditionally, that's not how I do things. <laughs> you've, <laughs> you've heard my thoughts. Yeah. <laughs> hey, uh-huh. <laughs> For what
0: it was, I think they managed. They managed to pull together. As much as I hate these last two episodes. I will say it in its defense. They did manage, with all the setbacks, with all of everything, the, the lack of time or resources or whatever it was that like pushed them to have to like throw out all the plans and just come up with something on the fly. They still managed to infuse what I thought was some really cool, beautiful animation and moments that we've never seen in anime before. Some avant-garde, experiment, experimental stuff that like, Some parts might seem have no place, but as we've talked about, did have a place for this sort of like unraveling of all existence and bringing it back together. I liked a lot of this episode visually, which is hard to say when a lot of it is reused, but I thought some parts were reused really smartly. And I'm with Matt. I like the sort of alternate reality that we got uh, near the end, the slice of life. And I even like the the framing device of this episode of the stage, this idea of like we're all just players in the stage that is our life. All right, Shakespeare. <laughs> and, uh, and 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 it's true though. I mean, like it's some it's it's some of the best words that Shakespeare ever wrote. I'm paraphrasing, of course, right? Like that that we are just merely players upon the stage. Exit
2: stage left. Pursued by pursued bear. by bear.
0: That's boo boo. It's. So, so is, are these good episodes? No. They no. are not good episodes. No. But... Okay, but there are good things
1: within yes. them. And there are important messages within them. Yes!
2: Are these episodes? <laughs> yes! Kind, kind of. of.
0: <laughs> but, as I will say one last time, because I don't want to give any, to anything else away of it, when we talk next time about End of Evangelion, I feel like we will have... We won't have as much of, we'll have some of the deep psychological discussion that we had, but we'll also have more of a discussion of like a story coming to an end. And I feel like yes, End of Evangelion does indeed give us an end of a story arc. Whereas this is just kind of like, here's the theoretical stuff that like will make you think about what existence is without actually giving us a satisfying ending to what Evangelion was. Right. It's kind of at least how I see it.
2: You're fair. That's fair. All right. I still just wanted the end of the damn story. <laughs> that's fair. <laughs> Matt,
0: thoughts on the end of the the anime? I think it's, I think it's basically Hidekianos,
1: basically Hideki saying, "Okay, well, this didn't quite work out, so here's a personal message from me to you about loving yourself."
2: And that's not what people signed on for, right? Or it's just him deciding he can love himself. I actually rewatched this episode last Sunday with our uh, <laughs> our Shadow Fourth host. I've been talking to this about. <laughs> Uh, and that's what he said. He's like, so this is all just fucking learning to not hate himself? Pretty much. God damn it. <laughs> it's fair.
1: It, it can be a hard thing for some people.
0: It can be. Absolutely. <sighs> Any other thoughts on these? I don't
1: think
2: so.
1: <laughs> I don't think so either. I've s- seen these last two episodes three times. Uh-huh. But I was still really
0: nowhere close to completely figuring out what was going on. Well the good news is next time that we're together talking about Evangelion we're going to be talking about the hour and a half feature film but kind of broken up into two episodes. uh, End of Evangelion which will give us the true episodes 25 and 26 to the anime at least in my opinion how it's done differently from these and was it a better more satisfying ending to the anime but we won't discuss that yet we'll talk about that next time I'm going to guess, though, because it has a budget, it is. <laughs> it's not these two episodes, so... <laughs> <laughs> Very true. That about does it for this episode of Tuning Japanese. Uh, hey, Matt, congratulations. Oh, congratulations, Andy. Congratulations, Bill. I'm leaving. <laughs> this has been Tuning Japanese Podcast, where three dudes congratulate each other, and uh, let's just get out of here. I'll, we'll see you next time. <laughs> Rainy days bring me happiness.
1: I just wanted to say that. Kisses.
2: least is over.
0: Thanks for listening to Tuning Japanese. For more information, visit our website, tuningjapanese.com, like our Facebook at facebook.com slash tuningjapanese, and follow our Twitter at Tuning Japanese. You can also get a hold of the show by sending us an email at tuningjapanese at gmail.com. Please help support the show by going to iTunes and leaving a five-star rating and review. You can also go to Patreon.com tuningjapanese to get all kinds of bonus content and help support the show monetarily. Patrons also have access to our brand new series, Tuning In, where we watch the first episode of an anime and give you our first impressions. Special thanks to Brian Nash, Matthew Van Diver, Dan Park, Andrew Caswell. But doesn't everybody hate me? You're an idiot. You just assumed on your own that everybody thinks that way about you.
2: But I really do hate myself. Someone who hates themselves will project that hate and
0: will then be unable to trust others. I'm dishonest
2: A coward A sneak And a weakling You can become kinder to yourself by learning about yourself I hate who I am But still, maybe maybe I I could change change and like myself Maybe it's really okay for me to be here after all Yeah, I'm only who I am I am me I want to be myself I want to be here it's okay for me to be here in this world.
1: Congratulations. Congratulations.
0: Congratulations.
1: Congratulations.
0: Congratulations. 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 Congrats, bro.
2: Congratulations.
1: Congratulations.
2: Congratulations. 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 Thanks, everyone.